Our scripture today comes from Luke chapter 24, verses 44 through 53. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning with Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with the power from on high. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually in the temple praising God. Thank you, God, for the inspiration of this word. Amen. Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for May 31st. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and today we continue this conversation from Luke 24 verses 44 through 53. And I want to step one step further than the moment that we concluded on Sunday in our worship service. I use these scriptures to talk about, once again, the master teacher also being the one who is the master teacher in preparation, showing us the necessity to prayer showing us to prepare, showing us the, okay, the necessity to pray things through and to hash things out and to find our places and places of service and care. But today, I want to use the exact same scriptures. I want to use Luke 24, 45, and I want to use Luke 24, 47, and I want to talk about what it means to not just reach a place that we're prepared to go out and serve where we're comfortable. But I want to talk about what it means to go out and be prepared to serve even the places that we still need to grow in. To grow in an understanding and to grow in community. If there's anything that exists within human nature. It's the desire to stay where that we're comfortable. It's the desire to stay in the places that we feel that we, we've we got it all together, to stay in the places that we feel that we completely understand what's going on, to stay in the places that we feel that we we know, and this is our place, and everybody loves us, and everybody's cheering us on we have to stay in those places. But as we know from using, as I proposed on Sunday, Jesus Christ being as this active quadrilateral, and I'll go through the bullet points again, and then I won't hit them. I know I'd said them five or six times on Sunday, but Christ being the living representation of using reason through sharing the parables and true Christ being the living experience of people watching him perform the miracles and turn power over to those who were disempowered. Christ using the scriptural history 
in his conversations and Christ using tradition to teach, not just tradition, but to teach what's next. That was a living being of Christ. And as we mold ourselves to be Christ-like, hopefully that we're molding ourselves to use the reasoning of our lives, the experiences of our faith, the scriptural challenges and the teaching moments of traditions so that we can move further out and to reach things that are outside of our comfort levels. As we look at the one who ate with the sinners, the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the one who did miracles on days that other people challenged him that he shouldn't be doing miracles, the one who had the conversation with the lady caught in adultery and the one who crossed boundary restrictions and had conversations with the lady at the well, giving her the living water. We see this moment of Christ challenging us to step further away, to learn about things that are further away so that we can step forward and show truly the entire world the reality of the grace of Jesus Christ. And the movie and the books, The Lord of the Rings, the two centralized characters begin their journey to take the ring for it to be destroyed. And I, I've already lost the names and everything, but there's just one moment in their journey that they just both st stop and one of the characters says to the other, you know, you realize if I take one more step, I will be further away from home than I've ever been. If I take one more step, I will be further away from home than I've ever been. As I look at these scriptures, uh, and we'll read them here in a moment, as we look at this challenge that Jesus Christ is challenging to the disciples, he is challenging them to have a place of preparation, to be ready to go on this long journey. And he is also challenging them to be ready to share with those that they don't know yet, those that they don't understand, taking things one step further so that more people can hear about the love of Jesus Christ. But more importantly, those of us that are on the journey can ex understand, explore, listen to, interact with needs that we could have never comprehended without the personal experience of going on the journey. Now let's, let's look at the scripture again. Luke 24, 45. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them that it was written that the Messiah will suffer and raise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning in Jerusalem. Now, if you remember Sunday's conversation, I emphasized beginning in Jerusalem, but today I'm going to emphasize will be preached in his name to all nations. You are witnesses of these things, and I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city 
until you have been clothed with power from on high. So, he tells them to stay put, but there is an until in that. Let's talk about that. Thankfully, we have the blessing of our personal studies of not just opening our minds to Scripture, but thankfully within our existence as human beings, we, we have the ability to open our minds to understand, care for, communicate with, interact with individuals who are radically different than we are, who are radically different than our understandings and from what sparked my love from the unit from the United Methodist Church that I fell in love with to even find ways to serve and sit next to individuals who have radical differences with us on what we understand and what we care for. I loved that church. Because when we had the ability to sit and communicate with people that we exist with and differences with, it challenged us to think things through. It challenged us to ponder possibilities that existed out of what I say is right. It challenged us to listen to other people, to explore their thoughts and their understandings, and not just to wait to say back what I think is true, but to truly take a moment to understand the difference, to understand the heart of the individual that we hold differences with so that we could grow and move forward together so that we truly could take the gospel to all nations. There's this comfort place of wanting to stay in Jerusalem. There's this comfort place of wanting to stay in the place where that there's grace because individuals know us. There's this comfort in staying in the place that everybody agrees with us and we're the hero of the story because we're playing on the home field. I use the narrative of my life journey to talk about what Christ was challenging the disciples to do. And on Sunday... I used in a very positive light the necessity of staying in Jerusalem, preaching, sharing, caring in Jerusalem so that we can find our place in ministry. But if we only minister in Jerusalem, then the world doesn't hear the gospel. There was a huge potential that existed that Christianity could have been this regionalized religion if the disciples only stayed within their cultural boundaries, if the disciples only stayed in the places where that they were listened to, where they were understood, where people supported them and did not challenge them. Christianity had the potential of being a regionalized religion And where does that leave us sitting here in the United States of America and not Jerusalem? See, it's a challenge of realizing that there is a moment that we have to step outside of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem, not just being the landmass and cultural, but it's also the place where we feel comfortable and we feel understood and we feel celebrated. I could have served in Rancho Bernardo, 
for 45 years. I could have had my entire career as a minister in one spot. But I would have never have experienced the potential of service that God had for me without stepping outside of Jerusalem. Through stepping outside of Jerusalem, I've begun to see things much more radically differently. Now, I'm going to share with you a little bit deeper journey for me. And I'm going to, once again, step on a tightrope without a net to share with you the beauty of change that has come in my life because I stepped outside of Jerusalem. My life may, may have never gotten a Rancho Bernardo, California. My life could have spent its entirety in my hometown where I grew up. My life could have spent the entirety of only understanding the things that existed in my hometown. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I love everything. I love everything that my hometown has given me. My hometown has given me an understanding through Southern tradition that we check in on our neighbors and we ask the people that we haven't seen in a while how they're doing. A key element of my ministry, a key element of my ministry being uh, visitation and the importance of going to people's homes, asking them how they're doing, to, to see how they're doing, to learn about them in their home environment. That comes culturally from my hometown. The necessity of sharing meals together and, and having community together and being with other people and celebrating together, having meet social points so that we can spend time and have celebrations together. All have been key elements of my ministry from being a youth director, having youth group meetings every week for kids to have a comfortable place to share food and to feel welcome all the way to small groups that I've led as an adult pastor so that individuals can have a comfortable place to speak about their journey of Jesus Christ. All of that comes from my cultural history growing up in the South. But there's things that I wouldn't have talked about if I remained in the environment that I grew up in. Now, here's the tightrope. And once upon a time, I made a very dear, dear friend of mine mad for me sharing this. But it's an honesty in my life. I feel I had to step outside of the South. I had to step outside of Jerusalem so that I could see the greater needs that exist in other people. And also had the ability to see things that once upon a time were proclaimed as sin and sin is sin is sin. But being able to be on a new journey and seeing in wholeness other cultures and other living identities. And it's not sin is sin is sin is sin. But love is love is love is love. And taking the opportunity to learn and to grow. And seeing that next area that feels excluded by faith, where now it's become my challenge to say, you're not excluded by this faith. It loves you, and there's a place at the table for you. Here's a tightrope. I've made this statement once before. I made a very, very dear 
mentor in my life very angry at me for saying it, but I'm going to say it again because it's important and fits into this conversation. If we put the emphasis on the phrasing, we'll, we'll be preaching his name to all nations, then we realize that there's other dear communities. I have a rich importance in my life right now of sharing ministry and showing our friends in the LGBTQIA plus community that there is a, an accepting, affirming place at the table of grace for all people. I grew up in a faith culture that excluded that. I grew up in a faith culture that I actually was taught because of that lifestyle that those individuals had an inability to love God. Man, I'm so glad that I've stepped outside of Jerusalem and I've moved to the all nations so I can understand that's not at all true. I understand that there is a fully inclusive, fully affirming place at the altar of Jesus Christ for all people. And the only way I learned that is because I left Jerusalem. Back to the scripture. That's what Christ is sharing. And it's what Christ is challenging when we put the emphasis on forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations when we put the emphasis there. Because there is a challenge. There's a challenge to train and to learn and to grow in the home field like I preached on Sunday. We can't go out to all nations unless that we truly have a firm foundation on what we believe in and the willingness to see what, how what we believe when interacts with the things that we don't understand. And we can't understand them unless that we reach that moment that we've been clothed with the power on high and we are willing to reach that moment of the until and step out of Jerusalem to interact with the greater world. Christ had to do that. Paul, the Apostle Paul had to do that. You know, through my life, I've, I've heard the Apostle Paul's language be used as the most exclusionary language in Scripture, and in many cases that can be true. But it's also the Apostle Paul that lays out the challenge to be all things for all people. And we can't do that unless that we're willing to go out and interact with other people to understand other people and to find out their living, breathing lives and to see the grace in that being. Not the thing that once upon a time that we were taught to fill, but to get to this moment of the until and then to step out and to learn and to grow and to interact and have more experiences to reason. And through reasoning those experiences, seeing the richer, fuller proclamation in Scripture and finding new traditions that build foundations of unity, affirmation, and praise for all nations. It's the willingness to reach the until, to do the work, to do the prayer, to play on the home field, 
so that we can go to the away games and deal with some scary things. At times, here the fans booless. At times, realize that we go to this new place and there's people who are there that have already heard the things and heard the proclamations and they want to learn more about it. To be able to step out of the comfort area and to realize to use reason and experience within ourselves so that we can see there are some rich possibilities of deep grace-filled relationships if we're willing to get to the point of the until and then take that one more step to be further away from our comfort area than we've ever been before. That's what I feel blessed with, with this scripture. As I feel blessed that Christ has given us the ability, Christ has opened our minds so that we can understand scripture. Christ has opened our minds so that we can understand our community. Christ has opened our minds so that we can reach places of conversation and understanding in our differences so that we can truly preach the forgiveness of sins in his name to all nations because we're willing to reach the moment of the until and then take that one further step so that we can see how rich and expansive the kingdom truly is by learning more and more about God's beautiful creation and seeing every part of that creation's place in the greater story of the grace of Jesus Christ. Here's what I want you to take from this. I want you to play on the home field until you're ready. But when you're ready, I want you to take that next step. Not in the stay in the place that we're comfortable, not to stay in the place that we only hear what we want to hear, not to stay in the place that we fully understand what we understand. But when we reach those moments of the until, and to take that next step so that we can be challenged to learn something new, experience new graces, and see the rich, vibrant expanse of what the kingdom can truly look like. Thank you for dealing with me, journeying with me in this understanding. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. God is love and travels with us past the untils so that others can see that God is love as well. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.